This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting. <laughs> So I'm starting the top of the year with episode 37. Man, 2017 is a blur. The fact that I could literally say that I've made 37 episodes of my podcast, 36 in a year, probably really like 10 months, feels like a huge accomplishment. Um, I think the best part of having the new year is you can look back at the previous year and whatever you've accomplished, whether it's good or bad, and you can kind of reflect on that and be proud of some of the things you've done. This is one of the things that I can really say I love to death. This is my baby. You could talk about my mama, not really. My girl, not really. You know, uh, my car, yeah, you could take shots at that. My house, you could talk about any of that stuff and I don't really care. But if you take a, if you really talk about my podcast, like my podcast, my ninja, that's when I really feel some kind of way. I'm really taking to heart that thing that Beyonce said a few years ago when she said, you know, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my sh. And so because of that, um, I'm trying to give you guys a a break from like what my norm is, I guess, grown to become. Um, And I just kind of wanted to see where you guys were going with your 2018s. And here are some things that I'm looking at or what I expect to see out of 2018 for myself. Um, My format's going to be a little different today just because... I wanted to have a little fun with it. And while I'm having fun, let's just start on stuff that like really grinds my gears every time we have a new year roll around. Yo, I hate at the top of the year where everybody starts coming to the gym. Like if you don't go to the gym, don't come to my gym. And I know you're probably saying, yo, bro, why are you being so angry? I'm not really being angry, but if I want to use a machine or if I just want to hoop, why can't I do that? I've been doing this for years. Now that you got on this new mission that you're going to stop in next week, you've already signed up for your gym membership for, now I got to wait. Now nah, I really don't care. <laughs> like, let me stop playing. Um, the truth is, one of the cool things about the new year uh, that I think that everybody gets the chance to do is to put goals on yourself. Your year is usually defined on the goals that you set and how you achieve them or if you achieve them or how far into life you go to try to achieve those things that you're really looking for. This is what I've sat down and I've done for myself. I wrote out a crazy outline about how I see my 2018 going. The only thing that I can do is plan and try to execute that to the best of my abilities. There's certainly things that'll come up that I have no control over, but I can't let those things deter me from what I believe is my vision. And a lot of times I think that when we talk about New Year's resolutions, that's one of the things that unfortunately gets in the way. Life happens. Life happens every day. Something bad happens to most people on a pretty consistent basis. Even if we think that, you know, um, everything is all good and then something just happens, we have to find ways to kind of push through when we think that we shouldn't. Uh, I can speak personally on a few things because... While people might look at me from the outside and say, oh, things are great. Darrell's doing well. That may be true to you, 
But to me internally, I feel like there are a number of things that I could potentially either do better or opportunities that I've missed because I was doing something stupid or, you know, things just didn't fall the right way. So I want to take the chance to or at least tell everybody else, I want us to all kind of reflect on how we could improve ourselves and our situations in the new year. Certainly, if there's, you know, people that you've had relationships with where for whatever reason you don't want to talk to them or you can't see yourself speaking to them and you don't even know why you fell out, give them a call. Life is short. Cost you nothing. If you fall into a situation where, you know, you know you want to do something, but you don't know how to actually get it done. I'm going to say this, and I don't mean this in a bad way. Google it. Google's a great tool. It may not necessarily give you the actual answer that you need, but it'll certainly lead you down the path. I said myself, you know, to myself a few years ago, I really want to have a podcast. You want to know how I learned how to have a podcast? I Googled it. Most of my friends weren't rocking with stuff like that. And while they certainly listened, I didn't have the high power people behind me to say, hey, here's what you need to start. So I just started doing stuff. You know, I got a couple of microphones. Um, I got some software. You know, later on, I'm buying domains. I got names. I had images. Uh, I got a website. These are all things that, you know, over time I tried to put together to build a better product. And so that people would actually want to stay and rock with me. It didn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen overnight. My, my podcast is nowhere near where I want it to be. But it's something that I'm working on every day and I strive to have it to be in a place that I want it to be. So this is why I can tell people like, you know what, if you have a dream, keep going. I want you to feel like it's OK to say, hey, there's something out there. I don't necessarily know how to get it but I'm going to try to build a way to make it happen. Um, I think one of the crazier things that I posted on Facebook over the last few days and something that really stuck out to me is that I feel like we all get stuck up in the pursuit of money. And because we all get so captured by the pursuit of making more money, unfortunately, we forget about the things that really make us happy. Money doesn't make you happy. Life, you know, theoretically speaking, is extremely long. You don't want to waste the time that you have on this earth chasing the almighty dollar, and that doesn't actually bring you real happiness. So for me, this has been something that really brings me happiness. Certainly work pays the bills and allows me to be able to do this and to spend the money to kind of build this platform up, but this is what I like doing. So I encourage everybody, find some kind of hobby, find something that you really love, and try to do that. As a child, I was always told, have a profession that you love because then going to work will not feel like work. The truth in that is that, unfortunately, that's not the reality for most people. There are definitely going to be worker bees that do the work that people don't want to do, whether you're an accountant or something. Everyone can't have jobs that they would love doing that fulfill them in that kind of way. And that's also okay. Like, I don't want anybody to think that the working man is a sucker just because you work and do something that you don't love. But what you also need to do is find something that fulfills you day in and day out. Something that takes your mind off the rat race. Something that gets your mind off the grind. Because sometimes it's super easy to kind of get caught up in the mundane that we do every single day because you do the exact same thing every single day. You get up, you take a shower. If you got kids, you do stuff for the kids. You get everybody ready. You go to work. You come home, you cook dinner, you go to sleep, 
before you go to sleep, you might get some, you know, adult time in with your mate. Watch a little TV, you go to sleep, rinse, repeat, do it five days a week. Saturday, you probably have another routine that you do. Sunday is the same. And then back to the rat race on Monday. So um, because I don't want want that to necessarily be my life, this is why I tell people, find something that you love. Doesn't matter, you know, how outlandish that thing is or how hard it is to attain. Who, who can be the person that tells you that you can't get that one thing or that you can't be that, that something? You can. You just got to put in the work. And if it's meant to be, with the work being put in, you'll get your opportunity. A lot of times we're, you know, we really want things to happen, but we don't put the work in to make it necessary. So when the opportunity presents itself, we're not ready. Well, this is me telling me that I'm going to be ready when my opportunity knocks. I want Diddy to hear my podcast one day and say like, yo, you know what? I like this guy. Maybe I have him come work for Revolt. Maybe he hosts different things. You never know what happens or why people are chosen to do the things that they do. I'd like to think that I'm kind of entertaining. I think I'm a little funny. I'm probably more corny than funny, but certainly I can keep people's attention. I've always had that gift. So because of that, this is me telling myself I can do it. Even when I get pissed off that, you know, a bunch of people didn't listen to my podcast this week or my numbers aren't where they want to be next week or I don't understand why this dipped and I thought that my content was great. All of these things are things that run through my mind, but I never once want to stop. Think about that. The love that I have for it and the enjoyment that I get makes me never want to stop. If only 20 people listen to this episode and that's it, I would hate that, but I'd still feel accomplished and said, you know what, this is something that I've stuck with. And if I'm completely honest, this is the longest I've stuck with anything that's kind of outside of the norm. Like my life has generally been do whatever Darrell wants, play basketball. That's kind of it. Yet this podcast thing I'm really invested in. It's something that I really want. So I'm going to keep doing it each and every week so y'all can hear my voice on Wednesdays. And so without further ado, um, I want to get to some more fun stuff. And I want to hate on some stuff, love some stuff for 2018. So take a quick break with me. Listen to the beats that my man provided. And we'll be right back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to my favorite part of the episode. I tried to give you a little Billy D. Williams. I don't know if that really, but if it did something for you, please feel free to write me and tell me that it was dope. Um, but let's get into some hate or love it. Uh, hates this week and the number one hate of 2018 goes out to Apple. Yo, I love Apple. I eat apples. I support Apple. I got a MacBook. I have an Apple Watch. I have every iPhone since the iPhone 4S came to Verizon. I have um, an iPad that I don't really use. I got some Beats by Dre headphones. So clearly, I'm somebody that's in the Apple ecosystem, right? You cannot slow my phone down, B. If I buy a cell phone and it's supposed to be X times faster than the previous model, you cannot slow my phone down because you say that it improves my battery performance. Think about this. My battery life is trash anyway. So if my phone slows down, now I think I got to buy a new iPhone and I just got a new one. 
So this thing that they've done or this update has literally affected every iPhone not named the iPhone 8 or 10. So me and Apple have a real beef right now. And if I was a stronger person in my convictions, I would front like I wouldn't buy the Apple, you know, iPhone 10s or whatever the next one's going to be, because I'm pretty sure I'm going to cop that. But I at least want to hate and front to myself like it's a real thing because I really feel like it is. Like We expect more from a company that we put so much money into. Like They know better. They make money hand over fist. You don't need to slow my phone down to convince me to potentially upgrade because I'm not going to I'm probably going to upgrade anyway. So they get the worst hate that I guess I've had so far, probably outside of something from Donald Trump, um, who I'm not going to touch on for at least the month of January. So if you've gotten tired of hearing me talk about him, unless like he bombs somebody, we're not going to discuss him at all. We're just going to act like he doesn't exist. Let's call him Voldemort. Like he who will not be named right now. Um, I just saw like this crazy Harry Potter uh, marathon with like every Harry Potter. And if you wasn't up on Harry Potter, like that's a bad you because Harry Potter was great. Uh, here's something else I hate. Um, it's mad cold right now. Uh, it's mad cold. And because it's so cold, um, here's the thing. A lot of gyms hope that you're going to sign up and have a New Year's resolution to come in, lose some weight, get fit, maybe get your cardiovascular health in, in order. But because it's so cold, nobody's going to the gym, B. Going to just keep it all the way real. It's in the teens in D.C. right now. If you don't know how cold that is, let's just say everything's freezing. You got a little condensation on your, your car, your windshield, shit's going to freeze. There's a little bit of water outside. It's probably ice. Nobody's got time for that. It's so cold, in fact, that everyone universally knows I play ball on Tuesdays. Like, I do that before I do this podcast. And I'm going to keep it real with you. It's usually about 25 or so guys that come to the gym. You want to know how many people there were there today? 15. Just 15. And I don't even think there were 15. I think there were 14. Because I feel like if you're lost, you could jump on the next one with somebody else. That's just, that's just, no. Nobody wants to come out in this cold, man. Like, this whole, you know, northeastern cold front, it's cold in the south. I was in North Carolina on Sunday and Saturday. I feel like it was like 15 degrees there. Like, we're just not built for this. Like, I don't live in Arctic temperatures, so I want no parts of this. I hate the cold. I am a spring, summer, fall kind of guy, mostly spring and summer because it's warmer. I, I just don't want this to go anywhere. I want it to go away. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Um, Something else I'm hating on this week. Uh, I just mentioned that I had spent some time in the South. And here's something bad that I have to say. I am not coming for people in the South. I respect your culture. I don't really rock with a lot of like the music that you do, but I kind of respect the bounce. You know what I'm saying? When they had bass music to, you know, the things that the Dungeon family was doing with Outkast to Ludacris being one of my favorite rappers. There's a lot of stuff about the South I like. I'm a big fan of Miami, even though it's not really the South, but it is in the South. Technically, I'm from Maryland. Maryland is in the South, but nobody actually considers it the South. So there's, you know, there's a little part of like, that southern pride that I want to feel. Here's where the beef comes in. And I mean this literally. 
Why is everything down south fried, man? I went to a hibachi chicken's place. No, it's not a hibachi chicken place. It's just a hibachi grill. They serve some sushi. You know, they'll give you the hibachi steak, the hibachi chicken, the hibachi salmon. They'll do all of that. Why is everything fried there, bro? So there was this section of the menu that said, like, hey, we got these specialty rolls that we make. We think these are a good idea. So good, in fact, that if you buy one, we'll give you 50% off the other one. I think the most expensive specialty roll might have been 20 bucks. There might have been, let's say, 15 rolls. 13 of the 15 rolls had something fried in it. This is my real beef. I don't want fried sushi, bruh. If it's fried, it ain't sushi. Sushi is supposed to be some raw fish wrapped around with some white rice and a piece of seaweed or maybe soy paper because shout out to the soy paper. It can be real good, but that's what I'm supposed to eat. I don't want fried anything in my sushi. If it's touched like some hot oil and it has like a sizzle and a skin to it, I don't want it. Why would anybody else want that? That ain't sushi. I can't go to Japan and get that. So because I can't go to Japan and get that, I'm calling bullshit on that and saying that that's not sushi that's just some like crazy shit you made because people down south like the fried shit and i'm not gonna front yes i like some chicken tenders chicken tenders are dope who doesn't like a piece of fried chicken but come on bro fried sushi fried sushi my ninja I, I i just can't take it i i just can't take it like it's one of those things where i really feel like i wish we were doing better so i don't want to harp too much on them I'm not saying that I hate the South, but don't you ever try to come at me with a fried piece of fish in my sushi again, bro. Ever, 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 ever. So I hated on enough stuff. Um, again, and trying to keep this with a very short week, uh, just because it's the top of the year, didn't want to get really deep in it. Here's some stuff that I love that happened uh, so far in 2017. Um, a lot of times we tend to talk about like the destructive power of social media, all of the trolling, how people hate on people and always have something to say. For once, I'm going to say something that we probably don't really acknowledge, but it's the best part of it. It gives us an ability to talk to all of our friends kind of simultaneously, which is great. There's nothing better than being able to send a group text without sending a group text to all of my friends at the same time so that they all know that I said Happy New Year. Think about this for a second. If I send you an actual group text message, you're probably going to feel like, you know what, Darrell doesn't care enough about me to send me a personalized message. When I send said message in GroupMe, nobody cares. Everybody in the group me likes it. Everybody's like, hey, Happy New Year to you too, buddy. We all like that. So because of you making something in my life infinitely easier, I love it. Like, I won't even front. Like, I love it, love it, love it. I need more of that. I probably gave away a secret, and I won't be able to do it in 2019. But for 2018, I'm saluting you. Shout out to group me. Um, something else I love in 2018, the couch. Now, you might ask why I'm loving the couch or my couch. That's because that's exactly where I spent my New Year's Eve. I was ripping and running and having fun and out in these streets. Uh, I clubbed Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night um, in two different states, 
got back home on Sunday, uh, did a little stuff, spent Sunday evening on the couch. Not even going to front. I'm always down for a real cool uh, New Year's party, but this was the best thing ever. Like, I was asleep until right before the ball was about to drop. Broke open a bottle of uh, Bel Air Rosé. Had a toast to 2018. Had some good luck wishes. Sent some people some text messages that night, like my mother, my family. And it was great. I ain't really spent no money, minus the cost of whatever the Bel Air Rosé cost me. It was cold again, like six degrees in D.C., so I didn't have to brave the elements. Because let's be real. When you're trying to be real fly, yeah, I can put on a suit, but my suit's not thick. Like, it's it's thin. That wind will rip right through those Super 120 fabrics that we think are so cool. I ain't having that. I can't even wear my cool coat because I got to wear the heavy coat because it's so cold. So because of that, the couch is the best place that I could have ever been on Sunday night. And I'm going to give an honorable mention to the um, Bel Air Rosé that I drank. Uh, I want to say that's the first time I had it. Um, maybe I could call myself a black, ball, uh, a black bottle boy right now, even though I'm not. Um, but I could rep that brand. But it was cool. For a person that doesn't really rock with champagne, I got a bunch of bottles of champagne in my house that I have for some various special occasion that's to be determined. Um, so I cracked open this one to try it. Wasn't bad. But again, I don't really love champagne. Um, but hey, if this is what it tastes like, maybe when I finally get married, that's the kind of champagne I'll be drinking. But probably not because I'm probably going to rock with some sparkling apple cider. Get at me. Um, and my final thing to love for this week uh, that happened recently. Uh, everybody knows one thing around Christmas time. We also hit a time of the year called the winter solstice, which is the longest day of the year. And every day after that days generally get longer and longer and longer. We can start seeing more sunlight, whether it's three minutes, 30 seconds, two minutes. I don't care. The more sun I see, the happier I feel. So as my days start getting longer, I'm going to feel better for the rest of the year, hoping that's something that can shine on you and make you feel great, too. But it's something great for me to look forward to, because this getting dark at 430 crap is not for me. My mom used to say it's for the birds. I don't even think it's for them because I don't see them out right now either. And it's mad gray. I just want to see this bright sun. So I want to say to everybody and all of my listeners, uh, happy 2018. I don't want to say Happy New Year because I'm a couple of days late. You'll get this on a Wednesday. I want us all to prosper and be great this year. Whatever it is that you're really into, that's what I want you to focus on. Whether it's being a better person, you know, you want to do something with your health. These are all things that you can do and you don't have to do them by yourself. There are plenty of friends that you probably have that are more than willing to help you get through these obstacles that you're looking for to make you a better you. Remember that. This is another episode of The Real World, and I'll see you guys next week. We are out of here. Yeesh.